Hi, I'm Heather. Welcome to another episode of It's a Wonderful World. Please remember to connect with me at divinewonderland at gmail.com and share and like the show. Let's get started. Hello, Lolita. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure. Welcome to It's a Wonderful World. And that's wonderful spelled W-O-N-D capital H-E-R-F-U-L. It has been a while since we've had a chance to talk or even be in a studio together. How has life been for you? Ah, you know, I tell you, just kind of adjusting to the pandemic and kind of life just trying its best to get back to some type of normal that we had. I am headed to Kenya for the first time. I'm super excited. I'm applying for a PhD program. I am rolling out a couple new things for my business. So I must say that things are going pretty well and hectic. <laughs> no, that, that, that is really good to hear. And it's amazing how acutely focused we have become on the things that we want to change in our lives mm-hmm. since this pandemic started, right? Yes, absolutely. The clarity of it all. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Well, let's start with the first question. Describe your essence. Oh, the essence of Lolita E. Walker. You know, I love to let people know that I am power, I am passion, and I am purpose. I believe wholeheartedly. I know, I trust, I believe that within me is power, passion, and purpose. When I show up at the table, I show up in all of me authentically. And I am really rooted in my foundation of faith and my strengths. I've done a lot of self-discovery work just based on so many different changes in my life. And the essence of me is living fully. You know, I'm beyond titles. I'm beyond a mommy. I'm beyond a certified life leadership and executive coach. You know, it's me and I am in my most be free space. And I absolutely love where it is that I am. I'm working in my passion. And the essence of me is family, it's faith and it's fun. What major discovery led you to the passion and the purpose? Oh, yes. You know, I leaped from corporate after almost 20 years. And in my mini retirement, what I knew without a shadow of a doubt was that I was going back into a corporate role. And what I experienced was just this kind of relief. And I didn't even know I was holding what felt like the weight of the world on my shoulders. I was going, going, going. And when I finally slowed down, what I felt was this true essence of who it, who I was. And what I realized is that I was undergoing so much change. I, my, I was recently divorced. My father had not too long passed away. I was becoming a single mom. I was um, paying a mortgage out of my savings account. You know, all of these are changes all at once. And so I was forced to pause and to feel the power in that. And I really had to dig deep and remember who Lolita E. Walker was, like that essence, that first question that you asked, who am I at the essence of me beyond like this working mom? And that started my passion, my power, my purpose of really digging into me. And that was with journaling, that was with sitting with me, quiet time, remembering who it was that I was, getting back into poetry, just all of the things that made me me. And it was just really, you know, a remarkable time. I cried, I laughed, I smiled, I rediscovered. I took time for me and I hadn't done that in quite some time. My condolences to you. I, I, I knew about the passing of your father, but, you know, whenever we speak about the passing of someone that we love, 
it is painful. We feel we feel that pain. So I just want to let you know. Oh, thank I, you. I, I hear you. The journey to yourself, when you talk about it on your own podcast, which is uh, coaching cocktails and conversations, mm -hmm. you emphasize the whole idea of this pause. Mm -hmm. A pause is something really important to you. Where did you come up with that idea? What does it mean to you and how does it work for you? You know, a lot of times people say be still. And I believe in that stillness. But I believe when we choose to pause, right, that we feel power in it if we allow ourselves to. And that's what I had to do is really feel the power that was within it. It's not just the stillness. It is about sitting again in this place that I call your most be free is sitting in this space where you really are able to release your shoulders. And it's that place where you're your most creative. You know, mine is around water and trees. That's where I feel my most be free. So when I sit in this pause and I choose to feel the power of it and I can close my eyes and I can imagine sitting in this place, all of these like creative juices simply start to flow. And that is power. So what I remind people is that when you choose to pause and feel the power of it, you sit in this momentary interruption and it absolutely can shift you to your most revolutionary self. And it's through this discovery, like that's exactly what I also talked about on my TEDx talk. It is literally this momentary interruption that you can choose to sit within. You can choose to feel all of the emotion in, and only when you take that time is where you start to shift your lens and look differently at the outcome, at what you want, at your vision, at your future self. And that's what I'm blessed to have been able to do. What has the pause brought forth to you that surprised you most recently? Oh, yes. You know what? This pause has brought forth so much. I say resources that I, I'd never met, relationships. I joined a an audio app, a social audio app. When the pandemic hit, uh, I think I got on there late November of last year. And, you know, it's this audio app where you literally hear people and you can connect with the power of voice. And that was so different and so intentional. And when you hear people, you literally, just like a podcast, right? You can feel yourself right in their moment. Somebody can see us and hear us and really imagine us sitting right here around the table and chatting. And they can imagine themselves sitting right here with us. And that's powerful. And it allowed me to pause into moments and explore. And that is the beauty of it. I explored. And my second book that I was writing, it changed its course. And its course is now letters and poems that will reach the innermost best of you. And that came because I started finding poetry rooms. And I started going in and I started listening and I started writing and I started reciting. And it just became more and more exciting. And there you have it. I am now a renewed poet. And I'm so excited to share it with the world. You have so many tools to share, of course, with your clients, with your listeners. What does Lolita do when the tools that you have don't work for you? Oh, I pause. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I do. I pause. I do. You know, I talk to people about it and I literally do just that. I get frustrated. I see goals that are not achieved. I cry. 
I get I get slighted. I accidentally compare myself momentary times and times again. And I literally have to step back. And sometimes I physically do that. I physically step back and remind myself that Lolita, take a breath, take a breath, sit right here and pause. I don't want you to think. I want you to literally pause be still. And I want you to receive in this moment. Sometimes there are tools that like tears that are running down and down your face. And I have to remind myself that maybe the tool that I'm trying to use at this point was the wrong tool because I didn't give my ch- myself a chance to sit down and calm down, right? To work in what I can control. Sometimes when we're going so fast and so fast and so fast, we're working into things that are other people's issues. They're not ours. We're trying to solve other people's issues. We're moving to the potential of what someone else can do. We're going into somebody else's lane. But when I choose to pause, I choose to remember what it is I can control. Why, what is my why of doing this task? And you get, you get back to clarity. Indeed you do. You mentioned in, in that explanation, accidental comparisons. Mm-hmm. What is for you and, and how do you accidentally compare? Yeah, I think comparison is the thief of our joy. Absolutely. And hands down. I think the social media culture, I I like to always say the likability culture now, um, information overload. So sometimes, you know, you can be me. I can be scrolling up and down Instagram, for instance, about to make a post because that is what I want my readers to see for the day. I want them to feel some power inside of their day. And you pass somebody and you think, oh, wow, this is amazing. You might even look at the likes and say, why didn't I get that many likes, right? I've, I've been oh. there. I might look <laughs> and compare myself to someone that just had five speaking engagements and I've only had three. Why is that? Why am I showing up like that? It's comparison. And when I say accidental, it's because in my mind, I know that comparison is the thief of all joy. So when I say accidental, I say, Lolita, you know better than that. It happened, (laughs) but that was an accident. So let's remedy that the next time. Isn't it interesting how the universe works? When we know these things, the universe Mm -hmm. tends to give us a little tap on the hand a little faster than (laughs) than would happen if we didn't know, right? When you Mm -hmm. know, you're expected to act in that knowledge. And, and, and when we don't, we're pulled up right away. Right away. Yes. <laughs> right away. Uh, let's talk about your wholeness. So what does your journey look like in terms of love, joy, forgiveness, compassion, dreams fulfilled? How, how do all of those things com- uh, impact your wholeness as a human being, yeah. as a woman? That is so good. I think that, you know, when you do, when you do choose to look at you holistically, I think that there's different aspects of me. So if I were to look inside of a mirror, I believe that there's different aspects that make me me, which is a whole. So there's different parts that make up that whole. And I don't believe that any of them are all any time at 100% for all of them. So when I think about things like spirituality, um, my emotional state, my financial state, um, my wanting to. Brent, there's different aspects of me, right? And so I try to look at them and see which ones am I going to work on for this year? Which ones am I dedicated to? And which ones am I going to fulfill that are most important for me living my best me? And I know that all of them are important, but all of them aren't going to be depleted at the same time. 
So I look at the ones that are necessary for me to fill my cup now. And the other ones will be okay because these will be strong enough to be able to carry the rest of the whole. So I choose to look at myself in parts and know that I am a whole person. And when there's one that is depleted, then I have to go and pull from another or how am I filling my cup? Again, that's in that pause. And I choose where I focus my attention so that I can be my best me. Did you ever have the fantasy? I used to have this fantasy, especially as a teenager, as a 20-something year old. It started to fade in my 30s, where I hoped that everything would be together at the same time. The hair would be right. I wouldn't have (laughs) acne on my face. I would have the body that I desired, that these things would all happen at the same time. Yes. (laughs) Yes, of course. That I would be perfect. Absolutely. Cinderella looking just like me. Yes, of course. <laughs> and I wasn't even thinking about Cinderella. I was looking at the uh, Essence and, and uh, Ebony Fashion Fair models yep. that I had on my plastered on my wall. I never thought I would be less than 5'7". <laughs> <laughs> and here I stand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How has aging or evolving made you a better woman, a better person? Uh, I think it's the wisdom of it all. I think it's the perspective. As you get more seasoned, you get a broader perspective. I like to look at it like you're climbing a mountain and the more seasoned you get, you can really look at the world differently. You have a different type of view, like a bird's eye view. That, that one, when you're in a hotel and you want to be all the way at the top and you want to look out, You know, I'm getting closer and closer to that limit of where I've no longer be here. And when I think about a child and they're at the bottom of that scale, I say to myself, you know, I'm 44 now and every single step I take, which is another another year in this amazing lifetime, it's the journey of it all. So I see things differently. I've experienced differently. My my work, my self-development work on this journey also increases my perspective. So, you know, I think that more seasoned age gives me a different vantage point and I can make different choices because I've experienced more. I've allowed more onto my train and it's just amazing. Yeah. If I knew what I knew now at 20, I'd be a different person. (laughs) (laughs) There's still time. There's still time. Right. In five years from now, what Mm -hmm. would you like your older self to know? What would I like my older self to know yes. in five years from now? Yes. What would you like your future self to okay. know? Okay. Oh, yeah. My future self. I'm always talking to my future self. You know, when I talk to my future self, I talk to myself as I'm standing right there. So I would already be there and I would say, I am so proud of you for elevating and expanding coaching cocktails and conversations. I'm so proud of you for traveling to Africa and being able to speak to generations beyond where you could even imagine. I would tell myself that I am so proud of you for building this business and increasing your profit time and time again and the impact that you're making. I would tell myself that I am so proud of you for being on TV and TV and media, being able to spread your message about this power that is inside of this pause and reminding people that there's greatness in exactly where they stand right now. And I would tell I would tell my future self that you are such a dynamic coach and you are well respected and a go to certified life leadership and executive coach for a reason. And I would say, congratulations. Let's go to the pool. 
<laughs> you might be able to go to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You might be on the beach as opposed to beside the pool. Yes. Yes. Uh, how, how does your focus on well-being help you in meeting your life's challenges? Well-being, I think it goes back to the question you asked me about this whole self, right? My whole self, my future self, how do I want to feel? How do I want to, you know, act? What am I wearing? What am I doing? How excited am I beside of my son, my future son who is standing right beside me, right? And well-being is really taking care of the essence of me. Right. All of your questions, I love them because they all tie right back into each other. It's remembering my values. It is making sure that I'm taking time for me, it, my family, my faith, my fun, all of that just rolled up in one. So when I see my future self, I see this this me, this wellness, this wholeness of me really living in the essence of who I am and that of my son. So I love the questions because I think that they tie nicely together. And the beauty of what I love to do is imagine. And when I can imagine myself, that future state you asked me about, all of these are wrapped up in one. Like I am me. I am my future me. Like I am me. Oh, thank you. Uh, when you look at your current self and your future self and, and you meet mm -hmm. present moment challenges, you're able to handle them in what way? I handle them by realizing what I can control. You know, everything else becomes a distraction. And that's how I look at life. I look at life in, in a way of gratitude. I wake up and my son and I do the same prayer every day. Dear God, thank you for waking me up and starting me on my way. Thank you for all of the blessings, the good and the bad that come throughout my day. Amen. Therefore, I look and I thank God for the good and the bad. Everything else that I have to leap over, even if there are tears, I remember I paused and I see what can I control and where am I trying to go? Everything else becomes a distraction. Everything. In having these prayers with your son over the years, what has he told you about the impact you have had on him? as a result of introducing this type of thinking to him? Where... Oh, <laughs> just the other day, he told me I was too hard on him. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. My son is nine years old and he did. He came, he said, listen, you are being too hard on me. He said, I can't do it in tears. I can't do it in tears is what he told me. And I looked at him and I said, hey, I'm so glad that you are telling me this. I'm so glad that you're telling me this. But you can't say can't until you tried. <laughs> until you tried. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. So tell me that you can't after you tried. Now, have you tried it? If the Look, if you are doing your best and a best looks like a C, then I'll say, okay. But I know that you're allergic to average. So I know that C, you didn't try. <laughs> you didn't try. So don't tell me you can't when you didn't try. So when you're ready to talk about it, then we'll talk again. Until then, get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so have you spoken about it since? Oh, yeah. You know, every day is a new day. We haven't spoken about that exact okay. moment, uh -huh. you know, um, but every day is a new day. You know, we have when he gets frustrated, probably like every other nine year old in the world, when his math, he's not doing it. He spends all this time working on his math and he still gets some problems wrong you know it's okay take a breath 
take a breath and breathe in because you know you can do the work. Why? Because I've seen you do it before. Just yesterday, you did double digit multiplication. <laughs> so yes, you can do it. Take a breath. Yeah. Do you feel that he's inspired by you, even though he might not say it? Are there, I don't are know. Clues? I can ask him. I think so. You know, I <laughs> he has an affirmation every day um, that he says himself. He, he has an affirmation and... Yeah, I, you know, I ask him questions based on that. You know, if he comes home or I hear from his teacher or he says something and I think he's being hard on himself or he's uh, saying negative things about himself or I see limiting beliefs, I say, hey, what did you declare to yourself this morning again? I am great. I am strong. Okay. Is, does that sound like that? If the answer is yes, then excellent. Let's keep on going. If the answer is no, then change your language and let's go. And, and what kind of look does he give you when you tell him this? Oh, sometimes he looks as if he's saying, okay, mom, I knew that was coming. I don't know why I even tried it. <laughs> or, you know, my we have family meetings every Monday. And we go around and we talk about, hey, is there anything you want to talk about this week? And last Monday, he said, this feels like therapy. <laughs> I said, well, what does that mean? He says, all these questions. I said, okay, well, what? If you would like to do something different, what would you like to add? We should do some exercises. So now guess what? He's the exercise lieutenant. Oh, so, yeah. So, okay. If that's what feels good, then as long as we're doing chair exercises, and that's because I have a grandmother here who's 90 years old. So as long as we can do that, then guess what? You can be in charge. <laughs> win, win. Win, win. Oh, that is wonderful. That's wonderful. What have been some of your major insights, Lolita, on your journey to self? Two major insights. Oh, two major insights is that I don't always like what I discover about me. That's one insight. I think the second insight is that there is a small win every single day. And the love is within the journey. Indeed it is. So tell me, what do you do when you discover things about Lolita that you don't like besides pausing? Yeah, I dig deep. I, I'm really big on self-discovery. I tell you, when you hit your 40s, something happens in life and <laughs> you try to discover more and more and more. And that's what I do. You know, I just dig deeper. So if I feel a certain kind of way, I was on a call this morning, actually, just this morning, I was on a call and I was getting so agitated. I was looking and I'm hearing all of these people who really do the same thing that I do. There's coaches everywhere inside of the world and we all show up differently. And here's the thing. I know that no one can do it like Lolita E. Walker. No one can do it like Heather. We have, we can be doing the same thing and talk to a different audience because our styles are different, right? The way we execute our words, the way we impact people, the way we kind of meet people where they are, are very different and how we execute is different. And I started getting these feelings inside of me, like what is happening? Why are they able to gain this access that I don't have access to? What is it? And I start questioning and challenging. And all of a sudden I feel myself just getting all bumbled up inside and guess what that's happened. So what I did was, Lolita, what is happening here? Because I'm aware and I know what's happening inside of my body. And I pause and I say, all of this and you're missing the message. You're missing the whole message. Either be present or leave, right? <laughs> Either be present or leave. So I have these discussions with myself and I think it's these triggers that happen in you to really 
um, think about what's driving them. And if you're not able to do them in a moment, then take the time after. Because I, you know, I'm at this point in my life where I don't want any extra, I don't have time to carry extra baggage with me. I don't. I have enough with me. And the things that don't serve me, I'm going to leave them right there. I will. If it's not serving me, I'm going to leave it right there because I don't have the room. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the strength to need to carry something else on my journey. Therefore, if I feel this stuff rumbling up inside of me, a fire that is not going to serve me, I need to dig into it and figure out what it is and figure out how I'm going to get it out. Absolutely. What are some of the bags that you have dropped? Oh, I've dropped a lot of bags. Some of them are, I like to say, negative nouns, persons, places, or things that are not <laughs> are not with me on this journey. Persons, places that don't serve me, and things that don't serve me. Negative nouns. Also thoughts, right? Yeah, absolutely. They fall into things for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, the people that, that, that surround you, the people that... that you're closest with the people that you allow to to take up space to pour into you to 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 be inside of your energetic field that's important am i going to places that don't serve me places that are not feeding me places that are giving me these negative vibes places that are not challenging me how how much time am i spending at those places i can choose to not go right absolutely choice is powerful choice is powerful yeah what would you like to share with us that uh, I haven't asked you or we haven't covered? Hmm. You know, I love, love, love what I do. I love it. I love that I can really champion women to find the greatness that is inside of them. Sometimes we forget, pull it out and reframe it and help them leap further and farther beyond where they are right now. I love that I do that. I love going into organizations and working with them to increase clarity, confidence, right? And commitment so that they go to renewed action. I love what I do because I see tangible results and I see it transforming right in front of me. I love speaking. I love doing that because I can see the transformation happening right in front of me. So that's what I want folks to know is that when you're looking for a coach, when you're looking for a speaker, when you're looking for someone to partner with you to achieve renewed action, then really know that you can um, trust them really know that you can tap into them and that there's a vibe and that they have sustainable results. So I love it. Lolita, this has been a pleasure. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for sharing your Wonderland. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Until next time, love yourself more in the midst of your Wonderland. Peace.